a man wide open. Touchdown. Touchdown for Jacksonville. Touchdown, Jacks! You're listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. Alright guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, hosted by the Blue Wire Network. Uh, this is Derek. What's up y'all, it's JK3. Corey is MIA tonight. Uh, we, we know he, he stays busy. The prof stays busy, as we like to call him. So you, You've got Down by the Bank after dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, but you know, we're coming off that uh, big victory against the Bills. We're not going to elaborate on that too much. We're just going to, you know, say, hey. Three and two, we've played the Bills tough. Time to move on. We got a big game coming up this week against, you know, Minshew Mania Colts, which even putting those words together sounds weird since, you know, the Mania still is here and he still has a lot of people here that, you know, love the time he was here with the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to mention that. And we're also going to talk about, you know, some, some quarterly awards. Yeah, I know it's only five games or it's five games, so it's technically – you know, the, the, the whole quarter thing is off in the NFL with 17. But we're still going to do it anyway. Name some favorite plays, some favorite players. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's we're going to have a good show. Yeah, no, I think as far as the Buffalo things, you know, uh, shout out to the guys Rock Pile again. But, you know, we're, we're going to act like some winners. We're going to act like we've been here before. <laughs> you, you know, we, we can't we can't rest our laurels on a, a regular season victory. Uh, of course, they're going off about, you know, how the Jags had the home field advantage and the advantage of being in London, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to put it to bed. Just act like some winners. And it feels good to be on to Indy, right? It feels good to be three and two. Feels good also to get the love from uh, like some of the Dolphins fans and some of the people that like really are are rooting for their team in the AFC East right now. Uh, and whenever the Jags can, you know, be a be a spoiler, I, I love it. Yeah, it's unfortunate for the Buffalo Bills fans. You know, I get it. The travel, the turf, and you know, had we played that game in Buffalo, I guess it would have been different. And all these other things and excuses and whiny complaints. But, hey, you lost, so get over <laughs> it. Um, but, no, we're, we're going to get into some uh, quarterly awards, man. Just some quarterly uh, MVPs uh, you know, on both sides of the ball. We each got our own you know, individuals that we, we love that we think is having a great season. Uh, what do you think? Start defense first? Defense. Yeah, no, I, I think we can we can start into the defense, and uh, I think the defense is really if you if you would have looked back into the uh, into training camp, you know, when we all went to camp, and you know, everyone was again, you know, super hyped about the addition of you know Ridley, super hyped seeing uh, you know the team come back together from an offensive side. The defense was kind of just there. The defense, I think, we really assumed and really thought that. As long as the Jags, as long as the defense can keep us in the games, you know, we were going to score. Or if the defense didn't, you know, give up a crazy amount, the Jags, you know, had, had this high power offense and we were going to, you know, just actually just be able to run up the score. And it's it's and at least in the first five games, you know, it seems like the defense has been, you know, what's what we've been 
what's been winning us the games, right? The defense has been, you know, the has been getting off the field on third downs. The defense has been, uh, you know, playing strong, um, creating turnovers, you know, creating uh, interceptions and uh, fumbles. Uh, Josh Allen is having an outstanding year as well. Aluakon uh, is playing out of his mind as always. So I think there needs to get, uh, you know, a lot of credit for what Mike Caldwell and this defense has done. Um, and that year two of con- uh, con- continuity that they've you know brought in, uh, and the defense you know has been one of my favorite pieces, man. I think that uh, when they get back to Jacksonville this week against the Colts, I think um, you know now they've got a bunch of are you know going on you know five games under their belt right now. I look for this defense to be a little bit more hungrier and, and play a little bit you know loose uh, you know this this next couple uh, these next couple games. What do you think? Not only loose, hungry. But remember, we're getting pieces back, okay? Uh, we're getting Hamilton back. Good point. We're getting, uh, oh gosh, I'm having a brain smoot. fart here, but Smoot back. Yeah. So we're, we're getting some pieces back, and I, I think that we're, they're tired of the talk, mm-hmm. okay? Tired of the disrespect, you know? Not the Jags won the game, but the, the team that we played lost the game, you know? No, no respect whatsoever. So it's time, and they're not going to give it to us. We got to go take it. And then after we take it, they're going to you know shove it down their throats. And so there's a lot of, you know, on the national side, which we've never gotten the respect. This defense has been responding and they've been playing out of their mind. Um, but for starters, I'm going to go with my quarterly MVP so far for Aluakon. Man, let me tell you what. Let me explain something to you. You know how hard it is to have a tackle in a National Football League game? It's very hard. Okay? Yeah. He's got 52 of them in five games. Okay. 52. It's insane. I don't care if, if they're assists or eight, you know, 18 of them are assists. I don't care. Right. Yeah. 52 tackles in five games with 12 left to go. Yeah. So you do Dude, the math. The crazy you end part, up like 160 tackles. The crazy part about that is the next person, like the next person, like closest to him as far as like having solo tackles, I think is uh, Ray Sean. And the the Jags haven't given up haven't given up a lot of like crazy like long plays. He's just being that in the box enforcer safety that's just coming downhill angry and just you know getting great tackles. Uh, I think that's one thing too that we talked about uh, the the tackling of the team has done hasn't been very many missed tackles hasn't very been very many you know broken tackles. Only one I could think of you know poor Chad Muma being one on one with Bijan. Robinson out in <laughs> that's just out in in no man's that's in no man's land. But they've been wrapping up, um, especially like this past Sunday when Buffalo went for two. Um, I think Darius Williams was there, you know, out of nowhere, just shot out like a cannon and was just there and, and making the tackle. So they've been playing some some outstanding D and uh, you know been playing some some really good hard mouth uh, hard nosed football. Outstanding. And then the secondary, too. You know, if I had to give it to a unit, it would definitely be the secondary. Now, I get it. You know, Josh Allen has six sacks. We understand that. However, when you check some of the stats on our on our guys on the back end, you got picks, pat downs, you know, Ray Sean's coming off the edge, Cisco laying the boom. Like, we got some hitters back there, and they're, yeah. they're holding on. And I'll say that it, it wasn't a, like, unexpected surprise because we knew the ability was there we're just glad that the you know now this this time that the hard work that they've been putting in 
is really starting to pay off because they're also got some continuity build up as far as the familiarity when they're back there relying on each other and communicating. You can clearly see that they're in sync. And that's just one of the greatest things to see. Yeah, I think that's where my, uh, you know, and we're, we're talking about the defense. That's where my uh, MVP goes for the quarter. Uh, it's going to be Darius Williams, man. I mean, the guy's just been balling. I mean, seven passes, uh, you know, defended. He's got uh, two picks and they've all been uh, some. Uh, he should have three, you know, but we're not going to talk about that. He should have three right now. But, you know, the pick that he had on Sunday uh, against Stefan. Stefan is a premier. Uh, he's a premier receiver in the NFL. You go up and high point a ball with Stefan Gilmore or excuse me, Stefan Diggs. And, uh, you know, be able to come down with it and wrestle it away and then have the, you know, the awareness to get up and return it. Um, you know, that's big. Uh, he had a, a great pick uh, against Atlanta as well. But then I think the most important piece, too, is, um, you know, the two forced fumbles that he's caused as well. Uh, he's everywhere. Um, and, and I think that's one of the names that I think they're, they're, they're going away from Tyson Campbell because Tyson Campbell has gotten the reputation now of being a, a very good, you know, cornerback. He is, you know, ascending. Uh, he's definitely made some strides from la uh, from when he was a rookie to where he is now. So, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, I think it's, you know, outstanding. But Darius Williams, for sure, if I could give a 1B, it would be, um, you know, Andre Sisco. Because to me, I feel like he's bringing back that old school, you know, NFL safety, that old school, like you're going to catch it, but you're going to get popped. Uh, or don't even throw it this way. So the defense as a whole has been playing and playing very well. And, you know, to wrap a bow up on it, like you mentioned, having, uh, you know, Smoot Hamilton come back, uh, they'll figure out a way to work Devin Lloyd in, um, you know, as well after he's recovering from the uh, the thumb surgery, uh, you know, so hopefully. But, you know, it'd be really exciting to see this team, you know, be at full strength, like really be at full strength with Smoot, be at full strength with Hamilton, um, Roy Robinson Harrison has been out, been playing outstanding. Of course, Josh Allen has been playing, you know, out of his mind as well with the six sacks, you know, also. So um, I'm just super excited to see what they what, what what they're going for for the next quarter and what we in you know, some of the talent that we'll come up against, um, you know, here. I think we'll get a really good, uh, really good look at what they've done. But I mean, coming up against Buffalo, um, you know, one of the more high, high, higher power offenses in the NFL. You know, super happy that they held them, you know, for for uh, for the low scoring and the low yard as they did, uh, you know, for within that game. Yeah, no, that was definitely a an opportunity to really, you know, show themselves. And they did. And now as we, you know, move to the to the offensive side of the ball. Trevor. Hands down. Real deal. Real deal. I don't care what you guys say. As far as you know, oh, is he the national guy's not that he, good? People picking on him. I'm like, he's dude, whatever. He, he's there. He's, he's there. A, yeah. But I mean, how do you feel about the? Okay, so you as you're being the quarterback again, you know, a starting quarterback in the NFL, one of 32, uh, that to have the job in in the world, um, the fumbles on on Sunday, and you know those things like that. It's really just. Like we're pretty close from this being a Trevor loss us this game, like real talk. Like if he if he if you you fumble the ball twice in in the red zone, right? So if if the defense doesn't step up like they have, like I mean we're a hairline away from is Trevor Lawrence the guy still? Is he there? Like how do you feel about some of the turnovers and how you feel about you know at, at least the way that he played on Sunday because he did have you know two turnovers, two crucial turnovers 
that could have easily ran up the score against Buffalo. So, like, what how, what do you feel about those going forward? I feel like that there's been times where he's pressing because he's trying to make something happen. I feel like there's, you know, it's been that. Also, you know, I, I've all been voicing my opinion about play calling since day one. I don't really like Press's play calling style because he didn't really until Buffalo put us in rhythm. You know, who knows who's really calling plays, who doesn't. No one's going to, you know, they're not going to leak that and Doug's going to keep everyone guessing if he's getting involved or how much he's getting involved. But I just don't like the delivery and rhythm of what they've been doing offensively. So I think it's kind of 50-50. But at the end of the day, it's going to fall on, on Trevor because he has to maintain a uh, you know, certain play style, and that play style starts with not turning the ball over. Uh, but I think that when you look at some of his, his turnovers, the, the fumbles, again, probably trying to do too much, holding on to it a bit too long. The timing hasn't been there because the offensive line play is not that great. We, you know, we understand that. So there's a lot of things. I just think he needs to just, you know, continue to follow up with what he did the last two weeks and continue in that same rhythm, make those small, you know, changes to his, to his drop back, his timing, and he's going to be just fine. At, at the end of the day, he, he's not a, a true turnover machine. Mm-hmm. But in, in the NFL, when, you, when you're trying to you know, be on the come, you know, up and up, and teams know that. They, you know, a lot of teams still look at us as just a little old stepbrother, a little old, little old brother, annoying little Nat, and they want to try to step on us so you get their best, whereas we're not used to that in years past. Yeah. So he's got to elevate his game with, the, with, with theirs, and he's capable, more than capable of doing that. So I'm yeah. not too worried about it at all. Yeah, no, I think with him continuing to elevate his game, uh, you know, that that's like the, a great segue because that's what I was going to say is that, um, you know, he's not playing bad. Uh, he's been playing, playing out. He's playing great. Like, don't get me wrong. He's playing great and, and you know, and, and just continuing to ascend. But I, that's what I want to see. I want to see the continue continuation of the ascension. Right. Because as you look within the next quarter and then coming up as well, there's going to be, you know, some teams are going to get hot. And I mean, you're coming up against, you know, your 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 49ers. You're coming up against your Ravens. Uh, you're coming up against the Bengals. Um, you know, all these other teams in the later half. And so, I would like for him to see c- continue that ascension and not plateau. Because hopefully, if the Jags are playing meaningful football in, uh, you know, January, um, you know, December, January, we're going to need to see that that ascension. Like we're going to need to continue to see that. And I hope that we we you know we see that going forward. The um, the two turnovers, uh, the two fumbles that he had on on uh, on Sunday, you know, I, I attribute that to you know doing too much. You got to hold on to the ball, but that's a part of the ascension, right? That's a part of him continuing to go up. And you think about it, if he, if they don't fumble the ball there, at worst they're gonna have is uh, a field goal. Like McMahon is such a chip shot, you know, for him right there, uh, you know, within the ten yard or within the within the red zone. So. If they can continue to hold on and he can continue to, to, to have the ascension, I know the the receivers have had a couple bad um you know a couple bad games with drops. You know I know Ridley has dropped a, a crazy touchdown against uh, Houston. Um, I think with this game too this past week, if he throws a little bit more air under that ball to Ingram, that's another touchdown as well. So seeing him continue to make those mis- or continue to make the uh, the plays that we need, and you know and make the gotta haves. I think we'll, uh, you know, continue to, to, to do pretty good. But, uh, I mean, transitioning to as far as like an MVP 
on the offensive side, um, you know, this is a wild card for me. I know you could easily go for your 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 Trevors or your uh, your Travis Etienne's and things like that. But man, I I, I love this just emergence of uh, Evan Ingram. Uh, I mean, he's probably one of my favorite players to watch on offense right now, man. Some of the routes that he runs and the mismatches. And I really feel like, you know, I thought last year it was, you know, quote unquote, like a prove it year. And, you know, but this year it's just like he's the real deal, man. Like, I mean, as far as some of the tight ends and as far as some of his numbers and things like that, he's like up there with some of those premier tight ends that people, you know, look for and set that standard for being a tight end. So I'm I'm super happy, man, to to see him play. Uh, if I had a, you know, a 1B. Zay, I think he's very underrated right now. I think a lot of teams forget about him, and for him to see, for him to have that catch on uh, on Sunday was just like, man, he's back. And I think the offense missed him when they were out when he was out with his uh, with his with his sprain. So those last two games, I think the offense kind of suffered a little bit. But if we can get Zay and Evan Ingram, I I, I don't want to cheat. So I'll just say if we can get in- Ingram rolling and keep him going, the offense does roll very well through him, and he's the the, the motor that's kind of get him going. Frees up a lot of stuff with ETN and frees up a lot of things as well. Uh, you know, for uh, Ridley and um, Ridley and Kirk. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, with 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 Ingram. What about you? Yeah, yeah, not you know. Obviously, you know, mine is Trevor, but Ingram, and we'll we'll roll back here to a, a, a time that we don't like to think about, Trevor's rookie year, uh, when he really only had Marvin Jones Jr. to throw the ball to because everybody else was running the wrong route. That's why <laughs> Marvin Jones was getting, you know, all the targets. But look at him now. He's got three exceptional wide receivers that are great route runners. Tight end that's probably you know top ten route runner for tight ends in the league. Mm-hmm. Some you know some could put him even top five route runners for tight ends in the league. Not towards the top obviously, but more towards the middle. Um, to have those t- type of weapons and to think about what how creative you could get, and this is why it's super frustrating with the play calling. Um, some of the things we've been doing. Knowing the red zone, we don't, you know, they, they line up in a bunch a bunch formations in the red zone. And I'm like, forget all that, man. Put the three receivers on one side. Put Ingram on the other side. Mm-hmm. Let them, let's see if they, if they put a corner out there, he's too little. Yeah. If they put a linebacker out there, they might be too slow or safety. Yeah. Let them make the call and then you make, and then you, you know, attack on however they line up and, and choose the weakest link. I feel like we don't do that. And when you've got that type of player, we should be t- taking full advantage of it. Hey, if they split Ingram out, they're going to go to him. So try and stop him. Yeah. I dare you to try and stop him. So that's kind of where I hope that they, uh, Press Taylor grows and continues to do that and really put our weapons on showcase because I feel like we have, between the three receivers and Ingram, we, we, we have top five pass catchers in the league. Hands yeah. Down. No, Kirk, I mean, and we're forgetting about Kirk. We're forgetting yeah. about Kirk, and he leads the team in catches, bro. Yards. But and then, but Ingram as well too. I mean, 173 yards after the catch, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, man. So I mean, and they and then and he's been one of the ones they target as well on first down, or for he's responsible for the first downs as well. I'm, I think he's got 12 converted first downs. Um, you know, Ridley's got 16. So Ridley's been you know kind of one of the the, the players that we go to. 
uh, you know, for that conversion. But I mean, I'm telling you, man, I, I love Ingram. Uh, I, I think it's good. I think the offense is just continuing to 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 come into their own right now. And I think these next uh, these next five or these next you know this next quarter of uh, of the of the season for us is really gonna you know really give us an opportunity to put some of those weapons in display and really hit that stride before we go into the bye. Exactly. Exactly. I think so too. All right. So we 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 we're done with basically the first quarter of the season. Uh schedule coming up. Obviously we know we have the Colts uh this week at home and then go on the road, taking on the road to New Orleans for the Thursday night. New Orleans. Is it is Nolans. it New Orleans or New Orleans? <laughs> I think I think the uh I think JK three might be making an appearance to New Orleans. Is that still is that still on? Yeah, that is still on, man. Oh, uh man. going to uh New Orleans on uh Thursday night football. So yeah, that'll be great. Gotta try uh again to uh meet up with like the Bold City Brigade and those uh those guys and gals out there. I think the last time that I saw, I think they had like four hundred fans going to the game. So Always do a fantastic job. That insane, you know, insane. Really but do. yeah, no, I think it's gonna be it, it's gonna be great, man. And then we got uh, let's see who's next. Then we got the Ed Pittsburgh. They, they, mm-hmm. That that's they're well coached. So just because they're not playing, you know, to their you know potential, you know, they're they're having some down years from years past. You still don't want to sleep on them. Um, Dude, that's that's as close as a rivalry game that you're gonna get, like a true, like quote unquote, like rivalry game that you're gonna get. Like I, I know that you know we hate playing the you know the 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 AFC opponents, and I know we hate playing the, the you know the uh, the Titans, but I think the Steelers, man, I I think like that is just a rivalry game that uh, that that I, I cannot wait to watch. Like if there's one game that I'm just super like. The next quarter, I mean, of course, you know, seeing the Niners and stuff like that, uh, when, when or the Niners and everything, but the Steelers, man, that game right there, I, I've got, I had that one circled, uh, you know, when the when the schedule dropped because that one's always a good, just good old fashioned game, and it's plus it's up there in October, probably be a little brisk too. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Yeah, no, and and then you know a well deserved rest, uh, we finally get our bye, and you know couldn't come at a at a better time. Because the game after the bye, where I know we're jumping ahead, you know, some, but the game after the bye, in my opinion, in my opinion, is the best team in the league. Yeah. Okay. I know there's, uh, you know, Philly fans might have something to say about that. Uh, I think one of JK3, I think you got a good buddy that's a, a massive Philly fan. And there's no offense to him because I think they're really good. Yeah. I do. But I swear that the, the Niners, man, like you look at them and you're just like, oh my goodness, like what, they could do anything. Yeah, they, just, they, they could beat, they can choose how they want to beat you, and that's mm-hmm. what they're gonna do. So, but yeah, we're jumping ahead. Um, the Indianapolis Colts coming to town. Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor, Minshew Mania, and believe it or not, I'm pretty sure the Colts have like a top ten NFL defense. Yeah, are they are they like playing well on the defensive side of the ball? They're playing so, hey, pretty this, good. Yeah, this ain't no, this ain't gonna be no cakewalk. Okay. Yeah. They better come to play. I mean, and, and looking looking at it from like a looking at it from like a standings, you know, both teams are are three and two right now. Um, you know, they the Colts have won uh, definitely won some games with a, with a little bit of adversity, but I think with this game, since it's being an AFC South game, uh, you you've got to get 
you you've got to get hyped up for this one. You got to take care of business. This is a a tone setting game. This is one of the games where we really got to can't we can't afford to come out flat. You know, especially since it is a uh, divisional opponent. I think the you know with 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 Minshew, uh, like everybody knows as well, he's not a slouch. You know, he's not a scrub. He's gonna go out. He's gonna get. He, he's gonna be decisive. Uh, he's gonna game manage, and he's gonna will to to a victory. You know, Minshew. Minshew is. You know, we we can't. You can't just look at him like, oh, we we've got just Gardner Minshew. Uh, you know, he he he's sneaky good. Um, I think the defense again has to come out, set the tone. I think the offense. It's gonna be another great consistency test for the offense. Um, and I think also this is gonna be a, a mental check for the team as well. You know, they've been gone the last 10 days over in London, uh, 2-0 there on the road, got their stride. Now they're coming back here just as they get their mojo back. You know, are they going to be able to, you know, going to continue continue that momentum? You know, how how are they going to continue to, you know, thrive in, you know, the change of scenery, change of locker rooms? You know, they haven't really been in the same consistent place you know, uh, you know, for the last like 14, 15 days. So now getting back here, adjusting, you know, making sure they're hydrating because the weather here again on, uh, on Sunday, it's going to be, it's going to be nice, but it's still going to be a little bit, you know, humidity, but then also, you know, getting the mental toughness to be able to go through after two long weeks on the quote unquote road. And now you've got a formidable opponent that you've already played, uh, you know, within week one. So I, I think it's good, man, that they, that, that they, that, they play the Colts. Um, I think they got to get off fast, though. Yeah, no. Uh, Minshew has lost his last two starts. Obviously, they were in Philly. Um, I feel like, and maybe no. Wait a minute. Did did he start one game for the Colts already this season? Um, did, he start, did he start a game for them? Maybe to be two. honest, I don't. I don't know because uh, Richardson just got hurt. So, he but goes, Richardson's been the starter all year. Yeah, he's been a starter all year, but I feel like I feel like yeah, Minshew, yeah, he did start against uh, Baltimore and Houston. So Minshew's been playing a lot. Um, yeah, Houston and Baltimore, and then Richardson came back and got hurt again. I might not have that correct, so forgive me. But bottom line is, he can play. He's not going to be afraid. He understands his role. He's not trying to win the job. Okay. He he's there to win football games and be the backup when when called upon, and we need to you know bring that to a halt. Um, you know, if we're able to get Devon Hamilton back, that'll be great because the Indianapolis they start with the running game. Zach Moss has been tearing it up, and of course, you know we 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 have to play against Jonathan Taylor. Which if he gets going, if he you know gets in some game shape this week and. Um, really starts to assert himself, then that he's going to be a, a very big problem to deal with. So this isn't going to be one of those things where you know, hey, we're coming off high, you know, we won the last two. No, we better come to play, or else the the the, uh, the Colts, the Horsemen from Indy, they'll they'll take it to us. Yeah, um, and that's that's one game you 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 don't want. I mean, at least we've gotten. I think another positive too that we've gotten the series. You know, out of the way pretty early in the season. Uh, and then we've got the bye week as well, you know, pretty early or, you know, uh, the bye week coming up a little bit later than what we would like, you know, as well. So I think that, you know, we can go ahead and get, you know, get this one out of the way with Indy, um, you know, depending on, I mean, this game right now, it's going to be for first place in the AFC South. Both teams are three and two 
right now. Um, you know, Indy has, uh, has definitely has the opportunity to really kind of come in here, um, you know, on, on Sunday and play well. But I think it's going to be up to the Jags uh, to really, you know, uh, take that leap, take that mental leap, take that um, that 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 just next level team, you know, leap and and really be able to try to, you know, pull out a W here on uh, on Sunday, man. It'd be great to, you know, go into uh, Thursday night football with a little steam ahead against a, a good Saints team as well. But I would love for them, man, to, you know, just go full steam ahead right now. Um, really go ahead and continue with what they did the last two weeks in London. And then also, you know, hopefully that can lead into uh, to, to a Saints team that's winnable. But all of these games, the next three games, in my opinion, are very winnable for the Jags. Very, very winnable and very critical. Yeah. Because we don't need to fall into a rut where we're like four and four and fighting. And, you know, we got the Titans later on in the year in the division. Um, we need to go ahead and, and get these next three and really assert ourselves within the division. You got Houston making all kind of noise. We owe them a butt kicking. So let's uh, you know take these next three before we go into the bye and see what we can do. And, and let, let the league know and let yourselves know in the locker room that you're a force to be reckoned with. And there's nothing anybody's going to do to stop it. You know, we're built for this. Trevor, you've been waiting for this. You know, you got drafted. You were number one. Like now, now's the time to elevate your game and let's take it to another level. I get it. Everybody wanted them to have like, you know, 20 TDs and no picks and already have thrown for 3,000 yards by now. But it doesn't work out like that sometimes. But when you, at the end of the day, we're, we're three and two and we got three games coming up that you could really assert yourself and, and come out on the on the top half. Maybe six and two, but yeah. And we've said these things in the past, and they've dropped all three. So, you know, <laughs> uh, you know we're, we're, we have, and you know, hopefully, we don't do that. So let's 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 you know swing the other way and uh, put our foot on this division and have them come catch us. We, yeah, you know, play with a lot of pressure, and we just you know stomp the, stomp the, them too. So. But uh, that's all I got. Anything, anything else you got? I know the the tailgate's always live, man. I, I think you, I think I heard you broke a, a watermelon, and you may have made a yeah. miniature wrestling ring and an elbow drop. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I mean, I just hear these things. I don't know. Nah, man. No, it is <laughs> this weekend, dude. It's it's my uh, it's my daughter's birthday. Uh, is actually on the game, so uh, my daughter turns eight. So I'm getting some immense pressure immense pressure to 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 stay home and celebrate so i don't i don't know if i'm gonna succumb to it yet i think the silver lining is that i'm going to uh to new orleans so that may that may help uh sway things a little bit but you know every now and then you know we get uh with with having a kid that has a birthday in october it comes up every now and then so we'll see we'll see i'm not saying no yet but i don't know Man, well, you know, for me, it's just the anniversary and, you know, happy wife, happy life. Oh, hey, see? So you know see, the time it is. Hey, she, she's coming with, like, don't don't get it twisted, y'all. Now, I, I'm going to be at uh, the, the rest of the games, but I, I'm the dummy that decided to get married during football season. And, um, you know, the day of our wedding was a Saturday and she let people, you know, she was like, yeah, everybody have football games on their phones or whatever. You know, I don't care. So she, she's down for uh, a good time sports wise, but man, sometimes like when the day of, it's like, come on now, you know. Yeah, 
what's up? Where are we going? So uh, we're going to exactly. do that. And hey, man, you just, you know, we'll go out and get a dub and uh, let's take care of business and move on to the next week. All right, man. Well, hey, we, we appreciate everyone for listening. Hey, don't forget to uh, shoot us a review and uh, always, uh, you know, X at us. Or that sounds so weird. Man. Yeah, X at so, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shoot us a tweet. Let us know your thoughts. JK3 always does a great job interacting with people uh, on, on Twitter. He's our social media guru. So, as always, we appreciate appreciate the listens, and we're right there with you. Uh, go Jags. And, hey, everybody take care, and we'll see you after Sunday.